go broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia. You are now live from the Midnight Circus. This is Lahamadou, and I've got a great show for you today. Today, our featured artist is Regina Benelli. She's got a brand new release out. We got, we'll listen to some tracks from that. And of course, we'll be talking with Gina at the top of the hour. Now, this is the voice of Indie Blues. This is the show that brings you nothing but currently touring artists who are out there creating new original music rooted in the blues. We embrace the diversity of music that always has and still is being created from those roots. Now, if you get a chance, stop by our website at makingascene.org. We got some great articles, CD reviews, artist interviews, and so much more. In the meantime, I have got some great new music that I know you're going to love. And I got some great new artists I just can't wait to introduce you to. And of course, I aim to misbehave.
got a woman, she's so fine, sends cold chills all down my spine. She said she loves me all day long, turns right around and do me wrong. And I can't understand it. No, I She got me dangling on a string I tried my best to treat her right And all I get is a real good fight And I can't understand it Tiger, she humps her back, face all twisted like a paper sack. I tried so hard to put her down, but I just can't do it, cause I'm still her clown, and I can't understand it. Back to call my money for a Cadillac. I'm on my way, I'm away to stay. Goodbye, goodbye is all I got to say. You're a
the thing I've done for you would think that you would be untrue If I'm untrue, don't blame for me Cause it was you who made me see that I'm Open your eyes 
Every time I tried it It always turned out the same Do you love me? Oh, really love me, babe Do you love me? Lord, do you really care? I love you. 
shoulders and I feel a little stronger You gave me a little hope and I say thank you When I lose sight of the horizon You lift me up, my world is brightened You gave me a little hope and I say thank you I felt the ground shaking under me I saw the sky falling down on me I was scared cause I felt alone I was scared cause I didn't know I broke my wings and I couldn't fly I lost my way, I was going blind You gave me light when I couldn't see You gave me words when I couldn't speak And you said
myself My life was on hold Just landing on the shelf I got to empty this blues I need to be on my own I don't want no company Just me, myself alone The children are gone Please don't let you be Stop giving me advice on how to be happy. I got the emptiness blues, and I need to be on my own. I don't want no company, just me, myself alone. Ain't no lie, ain't no lie, ain't no lie.
was lost Keeping busy Busy at all costs It must be in your genes To never lose the fight uh-huh. It's got to be sweet home That leads you to the artist or a fan that loves them, makingascene.org is the place for you. For the music fan, we bring you in-depth interviews and CD reviews from artists who are on the cutting edge of original music. For the independent artist, we bring you articles on music business, recording techniques, gear reviews, and interviews with industry professionals that give you real-world information to help you negotiate the new realities in the music industry and give you the tools you need to move your career 
to the next level. We bring you new content every day. Makingascene.org is the number one resource for the independent artists and the fans that love them. Head on over and become part of the Indie Revolution. And now, here's an indie blues double shot from our featured artist today, Regina Benelli. And stay tuned for that interview. It comes up right after these songs. Don't you know, don't you know, don't you know? 
from her brand new release and we got regina on the line right now hey regina how you doing hey richard i'm good how are you good good now it's been a while since you've been on our show and we always like to give our fans an opportunity to get to know who you are and the best way to do that is by your story so give us the story of regina benelli 
Okay, well, let's see. I'm uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I started playing music as a little one. I just started taking piano lessons, I think, when I was five or six. I was uh, in the house picking out stuff on the piano. We always had a piano because my dad uh, was a musician, and uh, so there was a lot of music going on in the house with my older sisters. And uh, started playing piano, and then I guess when I was around... 10 or 11, I started playing the guitar, folk, the folk, folk music thing. And, um, you know, into teenage years, started writing and put a band together and been doing that ever since. So uh, music is my life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about the new release. Uh, when you were putting to the, to this together, what was your goal for this? Uh, well, you know, I, my first, uh, the album that came before this, Love Letter, was, uh, pretty, did pretty well. You know, it was on the, um, the charts there for almost three years. It was best of top 200, 2019, 2020, 2018 in, on um, the Roots Music Report. It was on, uh, you know, a bunch of other things and got a lot of radio airplay. And, uh, so I wanted to follow that up, you know, with something just as good, if not better. And I think I was looking to capture um, a little bit of the, the intensity that I feel that we have when I'm playing live. So uh, I think between that and, you know, all the stuff that was, uh, some of the stuff was written right prior to the pandemic, but um, during uh, so be and and I was having some some uh, personal things going on, challenges and stuff. So I think that uh, be, due to those things, uh, it, it became like um, just like a mission to, to get to get the to get the the, the realness into the album. I think it's it's more. Uh, it's a it's a harder album. I think it's a little more on the blues rock. Some of the songs. I mean, there's also soul. You know, it's my, my thing is soul R and B, soul blues. Um, so that's it's always be is like that. But um, I, you know, a lot of guitar on this one, and uh, you know, just tried to get it out during during the whole uh, crap show that's been been going on. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, let's talk a little bit about you as a songwriter. Um, when you sit down to begin that process, what do you do that allows you to tap into the muse? Uh, you know, it varies, Richard. Um, sometimes I think of, either I'll say in, in conversation or, or I'll think of, a phrase, you know, not not like on purpose. Oh, I want to write a song. Let me think of a good phrase. You know, um, you know. Sometimes I'll just say something, and then I'll, I'll or I'll hear something. Um, most of the time, it's like I say something, and I, I say, "Wow, that'd be a good song." You know. So sometimes it starts from like a little nugget of a lyric. Um, I, I'm a musician. You know, I play music too. I'm not just a, a singer. So uh, I play keys and and stuff and. Sometimes I'll just sit down and play some changes, and then that'll be the jump-off point, you know, um, or uh, a melody. So for me, it, it varies. I mean, it, most of the time, I'm totally affected by 
you know, I feel most songwriters, you know, what's going on in your life, what's going on in, in the world around you, and, uh, you know, a lot of times it's, it's it, stress brings out, you know, brings out the creativity, so, not always, you know, there's happy, happy songs too, but, um, that's, that's, that's pretty much how I work, it, if not, I don't sit down and intentionally, uh, have a, a, a like a pr procedure, you know what I mean, it's, it's kind of just, how, how things pop in. Sometimes I'll hear something, uh, for, there goes the dog, I told you. <laughs> That's my dog. That's my dog, Oliver. Um, but anyway, uh, for instance, on this album, I got to go, uh, James is, uh, my engineer and producer, one of the producers, um, along with Tomas Donker, he's my longtime uh, producer and, and writing partner. And James, I just, Remember saying to James, we were we were in the album recording a bunch of songs already, and I said, you know, James is like a rock guy, you know, he plays with Bill Laswell and, and has done a lot of stuff like that, funk. And I said to him, uh, hey, you know, send me some, send me some beat, you know, some beats or some some ideas. And so he sent along some guitar ideas, you know, little four measures of something. And so then, you know, I came up with something to go over that. And then I got together with Tomas, and we we you know hashed it out further. So, yeah, it varies. Okay. Now, let's talk a little bit about your toolkit when you sit down to write. You know, every writer uh, has their toolkit, you know, whether it's a pad and a pen or they've embraced technology and they use their cell phone to capture ideas or they have a home recording studio to lay out a structure and write to that. Um, what's in your toolkit? Well, my toolkit is uh, um, on my head. I mean, I really do think of, think a lot of the times of stuff uh, in my head and uh, just, like, things pop in. And um, I'm a pen and paper gal. You know, I'm a pen and paper gal. I'm also, if I'm not around a pen and paper, I'll, you know, if I'm in the car, sometimes I think of something in the car and I don't want to forget it. So I'll, we'll use my cell phone. You know, I don't really do, like, um, my daughter is a, is a musician also. She sings and plays and writes. She's great. And so she's got her setup. You know, she's she's young. She's in her early 20s. So, so she's got her little setup here. I mean, she, she makes great things on what she does. But I don't, I don't know how to, you know, I'm, I'm not familiar with how, how it works. I'm sure I could do it. But that's just not the way, you know, I'm from the old school. I just, I just write stuff down. I sit at the piano. You know, I sit at the piano and I play and I write. And uh, if I think of, uh, you know, a, a, a lyric, I'll sit down and play some chords and, and what, you know, start to sing a melody. So that's that's pretty much how I do it. Pen, paper. If I'm in, if I'm in a pinch, the phone, and I just sit at the piano and, and go, you know, go from there. Okay. Now, you know, uh, every songwriter gets to that point where they have to put the pen down and allow the song to go into production. And, you know, the musicians put their fingerprints on it, the producer. What do you do to determine that moment in a song's life? Well, um, you know, like, I'll have the bare, the bare bones of it. And then uh, in this particular album... For most of it, uh, I get together with Tomas and as a writing partner, and you know he's got his guitar, and we go through it, and uh, I, you know I, 
you can tell sort of like you know you have you have verses you have, you know you you you're trying to write a song i mean it's not like uh, it's not like i'm an avant-garde you know musician that's just playing off of we are trying to write uh you know a a, a pop that pop song but you know a song we we're, we're doing we're we're doing a song so um you know, I mean, when when is it ready? Uh, you know, you got you got the right amount of verses. You're, you're getting a you're getting across what you're trying to say. You know, the the music is moving well. You feel like you got a good tempo, a good you know, a good beat, a good a good style that you want to. Uh, and then it's just it's you know it's ready. Uh, it's just ready. Let's go. It's it's good. You know, it does, and we don't agonize over it too much. It's just like here's what here's my idea. Okay, that's a cool idea. That's a great, you know, that's a great, uh, that's a great lyric. Oh, that's a great change. All right, let's do that. Okay, here's the here's the chorus. Here's the, here's the verse. Here's the chorus. Let's let's do two more verses. You know, maybe let's go to a bridge. Let's not go to a bridge. You know, like that. So it's pretty quick. They, you know, that's like a pre-production thing in 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 the house and and then into the studio, and then that's where the all the stuff starts to happen. Okay, well, let's talk about the studio. Now, you know, having the song gives you, you know, that thing to say. But going into the studio is where you flesh it out, where you create its identity, not only for the song, but as you as an artist, you know, you give it its texture, its its identity, um, its sound. What do you do in that environment that allows you to capture your sound? Well, uh, I mean, I work with, you know, two producers, a producer and an engineer that they know what, what I'm trying to get across. You know, we're, we're, it's like it's like a very close relationship, uh, you know, like a musical. Uh, we're all hooked into each other. So, uh, you know, we'll send a song over to James, who's the engineer, and... By the time I walk into the studio, you know, we've got, we've got the, you know, they'll, they'll have done basic tracks, you know, I'll put a scratch vocal over something. We've, we've done both, especially with the pandemic. We, we have, you know, sent files to each other when we couldn't, you know, be in, be in each other's proximity. Uh, we had a little bubble, me, the producer and, 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 and the engineer, three of us were always together. So we knew everybody was safe as far as, you know, COVID and all that stuff. But uh, so some of the songs, we we had things, you know, fly in. Um, but we also had the band in the studio. So, you know, they'll do, they'll, they'll put down the basic tracks. I'll put a scratch vocal over it. You know, we'll, we'll add things. And then I do the vocal, you know, and from there. Okay. Now, of course... Um you got to get it out there and you have to get it to radio you have to get it to press and you're working with frank rosak from frank rosak promotions tell me a little bit about that relationship um it's a great relationship i i uh have to thank frank for for all his work he's been uh he's promoted my last album and i told you how well that did and this one it's not even out yet it's uh it's gonna drop in a couple of days and it's been getting a lot of airplay a lot of fantastic reviews i'm so happy so uh you know frank knows what he's doing he's he's been doing it uh for a while we've been working together 
for you know for some time now and uh uh we just you know i vibe with him i think i you know he's a new york guy right originally so uh i think we have that that thing going on and and you know he's he is uh does what he says he's gonna do you know he's he's just straight up straight ahead type dude as far as i can see okay well which i appreciate (laughs) tell me a little bit about the lineup on this who's playing on it okay um let's see we have some well i mean i think i know that my band is top top notch i mean uh up against anybody that i don't mean against but they're they're like just the, the best um i have Tomas Donker, he is uh, doing the guitar and uh, and um, some back some background vocals and producing and you know co-writing with me. Um, James Della Tacoma is also on guitar and he's the engineer and producer also. Uh, let me see, I have Kevin Jenkins on bass, um, Leroy Thompson, uh, Lefty Thompson on drums. Um, I have one song where there's a, uh, a gentleman from the UK, James Said, she's playing uh, on one of the tracks, a uh, drummer. Uh, Mark Henry is a sax percussionist, that all-around guy who's in there. Um, let me see. Oh, I have a, uh, every now and then we, uh, he's on my old album as well, he's a great uh, pedal steel player from, uh, Gonzo pedal steel player from Finland. Uh, Artur Urinen, and he's he's playing on one of the cuts. And I have a special guest um, on Ain't My Cross. It's not My Cross to Bear, the Allman Brothers uh, cover, and that's Michael Kid Funkadelic Hampton from Parliament Funkadelic. So, uh, yeah, he's blazing uh, a, a guitar solo on that. And, you know, he's a two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member. He's been with George Clinton's Parliament Funkadelic for many, many years. You know, that's why they call him Kid, because he was in there when he was 17 or so. And, uh, yeah, so he's in there. He's been doing a, did a couple of gigs with me, too. So, um, who am I missing? I guess, and then me on the vocals, background vocals, keys, organ. Oh, I have um, Nick Rolfe on, on organ and keyboards, too. Okay. So I think I, I think I got everybody. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, the music industry. Let's face it, going into the studio and recording a, a project today, we can't even call them CDs anymore, um, yeah, right. is, is expensive. Let's face it. Um, and you don't really get a return on your investment anymore um, because of the fact that the consumer no longer looks at recorded music as a product. It's now a service that they expect. You know, if they hear about an artist, they can go on their phone, they look them up, and they go on Spotify, and they can listen to everything that that artist has done. It's a great tool for an independent artist because you have a worldwide market, but there is very little economic incentive on streaming for um especially independent artists, it doesn't really recoup the investment. How has this shift in the perception by the consumer affected you as an artist? Well, I'll tell you, um, Richard, I've been doing this for many years, all my life, so I've seen the changes, you know, I've seen things come and things go. Um, It is definitely a difference 
ball game now, you know, um, there isn't even a ball game, you know, so it's like, uh, there's a lot, I, I, I say this often, is there's a lot of music out there. I mean, it's very easy to, to make music. Um, uh, what I like to say also is, uh, there's, there's some not good music, there's some good music, and there's some great music. And I, I think there's a lot of good music, but there's not a lot of great music. Um, and I think that listeners know that, and then they'll seek that out. Now, as far as actually making a living money from from the from the the recording aspect of it, yeah. I mean, it's free. Let's face it; it's it's free. I mean, if people download my record, or 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 you know, and and some do ask me for a CD, you know, I have a few. You know, back in the day, you'd you'd, you'd make many CDs. You know, so now. You make a few. You sell sell some at, at gigs and stuff like that. But uh, you know, it's like I, I think you do it. You're not doing it for that for that payback now. I mean, you just. You, I, I feel as an artist, I've always just. This is what I do. You know, I don't go. I don't. I don't know anything else. I mean, I'm. In, I can teach. You know, I'm a teacher, but uh, I've been a teacher. But um, you know, you can't. You can't be an artist and expect anything in return other than people to listen to your stuff and enjoy your stuff and now so more than ever because you're not going to recoup you know with the way things are set up I mean you're not going to make money back if you make a little bit you're lucky you know if you go and and now the gig situation with this whole you know situation in the world, the pandemic and everything. I mean, that's even, so that, so then, you know, the last few years that's been okay. So we'll, we'll do gigs and we'll, you know, we'll make money from that. We'll sell some stuff at the gigs, merch or whatever. But even that's, you know, scaled back. So, you know, man, it's just, just it's, it's expressing. I express myself. I hope people enjoy it. I do it because I want to get certain things out, out into the world. And, uh, that's all I can hope for right now. You know, I, the way it is right now well you know um the the economic situation that exists in the in the music industry today is not sustainable um we need to um get to a point where we have a strong music middle class and you know it it sounds you know kind of basic but you know if you think about it um you know i read an article where of all the billions of dollars that are being generated by the music industry, only 12% gets funneled back to the creators themselves, to the mm-hmm. artists. The music industry is glutted with middlemen, with everyone that, that's taking a piece of the pie before the artist gets it. And we need to have a revolution in the industry that's going to change that dynamic, that allows those that are creating really good music to make a living at it and those that that are working their way to that to see that there is a middle class world that they can exist in that they Mm -hmm. can make music and make enough money to survive right you know and what i see coming down the pike is this whole world of blockchain streaming and nfts that allow artists to bring that world of the record company to their fan base 
and get them to invest in them as artists. Uh, what mm-hmm. do you think of that as being a potential um, revolution in the industry? Well, I mean, yeah. If you, if, you know, if, if if that can, it's like floating. You know, like I mean, if that can, if that can all float like that, uh, you know, hey, I, 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 I bought one when I, I first when I got my house, right? Which I, oh my god, you know, all these. Uh, single parent then I got into trouble with you know almost losing the house and you know I mean I wrote some songs about that so you know um, but even that I've, I've, I always said to myself you know this is this is, this is crazy that, that there's a mortgage company that everybody buys a house and, and pays this mortgage you know so that's kind of the same thing it's, it's like getting rid of that you know or a lawyer like why do you need a lawyer when you go to court? Why aren't we, you know, just advocating for ourselves? So I guess it's what the thing you're talking about is, is like the same thing in the music. Like why why do we need Spotify? Why does why do we have to go through Spotify? Because because those because the same people who own Spotify and and Apple and you know uh, all the rest, Amazon, man, they they own the world. So music is just another little arm of, I'm sorry, it's greed, you know? So, yeah, it'd be cool if we could, like, eliminate that. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. Well, you know, um, one of the other things I noticed is that when the pandemic hit, you know, of course, touring was shut down. And a lot of artists went on to the Internet. And they started utilizing their social media, and they realized that creating a brand became really important because it um, basically gave their fans the ability to um, to really invest into them as not only as artists and musicians but also as people and even a lot of big artists are doing it now you know from Taylor Swift to uh, David Grohl to you know to the country artists where they, they, they understand how important that brand can be. You know, um, the Internet is like a big broadcast network. And every artist has the ability to create their own reality show. You know, if, if Kim Kardashian showed up somewhere and stood there and did absolutely nothing, she would draw a crowd. Because of that that pseudo-celebrity mentality, that reality show mentality that people have. Now, as we move into the future where we're going to be looking to get fans to invest into us through either NFTs or, or blockchain streaming, that branding is going to become more important. And if you look at it from a live music perspective... We all know that live music had issues before we the pandemic hit. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I know the Long Island scene, you know, the New York scene, where you would go to a gig and, you know, half the people are blood relatives and everyone's watching the television, you know. Um, and so we had issues with live music, getting people to, to put butts in the seat. Mm. But when you look at the Internet, there was a huge potential market that really never had that frame of reference of going to a small venue and listening to 
musicians creating in the moment. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up in the 60s where if you didn't have a band, you didn't have anyone in your club. You know, and, and live music was important because there was an experience to be had with every show. It was never right. the same show. There was right. something different every musician brought to that stage, which mm-hmm. was a culmination of all of the things that happened to them that week, or that day, whatever. Right. There is a huge fan base that really their only frame of reference is going to stadium shows, hearing music that sounded exactly like the record. But when the it is the record, <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> a but, lot of times it is the. I mean, you just saw the Super Bowl. That the record, it's the record, not just this Super Bowl. You know, all, all you know. I like. I'm not. I was. I'm not even talking about the genre. I'm talking about the the. I thought the genre was fine. You know, it was a great uh, thing to do. But uh, just the whole thing of. You know, there's the there's the biggest stage in the world, and 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 you got bands lip syncing and and tracking you know it's like i mean there are artists that did that and did not they played live yeah so it can be done you know i was talking about this the other day so 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 yeah i mean i don't know man i i, I to me there's nothing like you know, i don't really that you know you're right about the the, the the clubs and stuff like that i mean i did that for many years you know and i enjoyed it and people enjoyed it, and I always had a, a nice draw, and you know. But at this point, it's it's uh, people don't even go to concerts anymore. And I'm not oh, talking about the pandemic. You know, people people are just not. It's not like when when we were when I was a kid, and probably when you were a kid, it was like, oh, who's who's playing at you know the Beacon Theater this week? Oh, so and so. Oh, I'm going. You you were always going to concerts. Oh yeah, Central right? Park, was, Stony Brook Central University, Park. Yeah. yeah, wherever, right? It was it was part of what we did for for entertainment for our life. Yeah, you know, it was it was a big part, of, and it's not like that anymore because you know they they everything's every not everything. I mean, my daughter goes to, to show so, but still, but it's different. It's it's just different. You know, times change, man. So yeah, but I think you know. Um, Social media marketing, I think, is going to be with us for quite some time to come, because oh, yeah. I think that that we're it's the way to attract a new fan base to get them to um, to endear themselves to you as artists and as people, and it also creates this sense of celebrity, so that when they pass that marquee and they see that name, you know, they say, oh. I know her from from TikTok. I know her from from Facebook, or you know, I I seen yeah, her do a yeah. Facebook Live. I seen her on Instagram or on Twitter or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It may it's the new way to market today. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to be only with way us to market, some, really, right? Yeah, so. really. Yeah, in some ways, yeah. So. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and, and talking with us. And we're going to give everyone out there a double shot from your new release. You guys are going to love this. Turn it up loud. Screw the neighbors. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Anytime.
should deny praise of food. artist or a fan that loves them, makingascene.org is the place for you. For the music fan, we bring you in-depth interviews and CD reviews from artists who are on the cutting edge of original music. For the independent artist, we bring you articles on music business, recording techniques, gear reviews, and interviews with industry professionals that give you real-world information to help you negotiate the new realities in the music industry 
and give you the tools you need to move your career to the next level. We bring you new content every day. Makingascene.org is the number one resource for the independent artists and the fans that love them. Head on over and become part of the Indie Revolution.
sometimes it bees that way You don't know if you're coming or going It's all about having one thing Mr. Blue
This ain't no way to burn But your face lit up the daytime And your love lit up the night Your money. I said, ooh, 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 
Dream. 
catch the blame The lines from a smile remains the same A mother's love was not enough When they broke her down for being tough Maybe in time love will defy Put it together we see she would lie Right from her heart, strong from the start A woman who won't go for no
Cause this storm you've been moving Has been taking its toll I put it all on the line Since you left me for her My world has had definition Now it's all just a blur Where a little boy 
Sometimes I wish we were back in 53. You remember we just got it, DJ Bill and me? We was making all them records down the sun, mama. And everybody was there. Sam and Johnny and Roy. B.B. King and the Holland Wolf. Who could forget the old killer Jerry Lee? He outlived us all. We didn't know we was making history, mama. We just having some fun.
Here's the blues scale. Now you sing it with me.
keep on telling me everything's okay. Cause if it was, then you wouldn't be crying. You've been tossing and turning in your sleep lately. Sitting around pouting all day long. Now, how in the world do you expect me to understand, babe? Well, I don't even know what's wrong. Let's straighten it out. Something just ain't right. Oh, when you turn your back on me and you covered your head, then you didn't even say goodnight. Now, if you're tired and you don't want to be bothered, babe, just say the word. Get it on. Yeah. Let's straighten it out.
Down. Been on your side all 
You no longer have to hear the blues in a smoke-filled nightclub on the edge of town. It's a pleasant environment, but uh, but in the 21st century, uh, you know, you don't even have to leave the couch. Just turn on the TV and commercials or as theme songs, you will see and hear the blues are everywhere. I'm Elwood. One.
find my way You know the darkest hour Is just before day We are deep in love And her man just come home This is Kathy with Kathy Murray and the Kilowatts. I am Indie Blues, and you are live from the Midnight Circus.
This is Trudy Lynn, and you're listening to The Golden Girl, live with Richard Lummy Diff. I am Andy Blue, and you are live at the Midnight Circle. Trouble 
The moment you realize, how could there possibly be this many blues?
going to meet you there How we end up here So the plans were made But then you made a change You've changed your mind again When will it end? We may have had a few, yeah Maybe more than one or two In the crowd running wild And I'm liking her style Then it all fades to black I don't think I'll be going back Cause when the lights came on She was in another zone I think I better let you know I just can't take no more It's been a strain on my heart Baby girl I just can't take no more Think I gotta let you go You're a stranger in my arms
preceding program was recorded earlier so the producer and cast didn't have to walk home in the dark.
moving on That's my show for tonight. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you heard some artists that you didn't know about and enjoyed some artists that you did. And remember, all of these artists that I played on this show are out there right now, touring and creating new original music rooted in the blues. If you want to keep the blues alive, you have to support the artists who are out there creating that new music. Because it is a living art form that is being performed every single night somewhere in the world. So, if you get a chance, stop by our website at makingthescene.org. You can find out about some great new artists and the ones that we played on this show tonight. Add them to your playlist. And you can discover them on our website. So, till next time, this is Lahamadu. Tech, I'm out of here. Baby, just gone away. Dr. Face left home with my friend. I got lost my dog. I'm-